0: light. Jesus is the light of the world. Perhaps uh, one of the uh, best ways for us to understand light uh, in the Bible and Jesus as the light is to think about what the Bible has to say about darkness, the opposite of light. Uh, The Bible has a lot to say about darkness. Darkness uh, is in the beginning. Genesis one one. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. In the beginning, there was darkness, and it was formless and void. I think the um, this begins. Uh, An imagery and an idea of darkness as being chaotic, disorder, formlessness, emptiness. As we travel through the Bible, we see that darkness is related to uh, a whole range of things. Darkness is related to uh, knowledge and understanding. So, in Psalm 82 verse 5, it says... They have neither knowledge nor understanding. They walk about in darkness. They have neither knowledge nor understanding. What does that mean? They walk about in darkness. No understanding, no knowledge. Or darkness is related to night. Uh, Nighttime... Is a time in the Bible when uh, either others sin against you or you do the sinning. Nighttime is a bad time. Nighttime is when, for example, uh, the sultry woman passes by and the fool is caught by her seductiveness. It's just on the cusp of night. Nighttime is the time when thieves steal. So, nighttime is the time of loss and fear. Nighttime <clears throat> is also a time when, uh, of drowsiness. In 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 7, Paul says, For those who sleep, sleep at night. Obviously. Obviously. But his point is he's talking about uh, being spiritually awake, being spiritually sober. And so to be part of the night and to be asleep spiritually is to be in the dark, is to be a person of the night, is to be spiritually drowsy. And then he goes on to say, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. Associating nighttime again with sin, drunkenness again bringing some of the imagery together, disorder, chaos, lack of knowledge, disorientation, folly. Those two coming together, it is a darkness and night and drowsy drunkenness. Or Proverbs two verse thirteen. Uh, where wisdom will guard you from those people who forsake the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. Darkness there being associated with evil deeds. You've left the ways of uprightness and rather than walking in the ways of rightness, you walk in the ways of darkness. Darkness. Or, darkness in the Bible is related to exile. Exile and oppression. Psalm 107. Some sat in darkness in their exile in Babylon. Uh, They'd sinned against God and they'd been sent away to Babylon and there they are, oppressed under God's judgment and they are said to be sitting in darkness... In the shadow of death, prisoners in affliction and in irons, for they had rebelled against the words of God and spurned the counsel of the Most High. Or Psalm 143 has the same idea of exile and oppression. For the enemy has pursued my soul, he has crushed my life to the ground, he has made me sit in darkness like those long dead. Darkness, uh, if you know the book of Job, a uh, great book of suffering, uh, the book of Job is full of darkness. The word darkness appears perhaps in Job more more than in any other book, in all kinds of ways. Darkness being associated with suffering, pain, hurt, hopelessness, Darkness in the Bible can be... uh, It almost seems to be a state of being. uh, That people can actually be darkness. This is Ephesians. Uh, In chapter 5, Paul says, For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. At one time you were darkness. Probably bringing together all of these themes that have been running through the Bible and saying, one time that characterised you. You were said to be darkness. You were a dark person. Uh, the Bible also uh, speaks about darkness as a domain. It's a, it's a kingdom uh, that we could be in. So in Colossians chapter 1, verse 3... Paul says, he has delivered us from the domain of darkness. He's delivered us from being in a kingdom of darkness. And in that kingdom, there's power at work. Acts 26 verse 18, Paul was sent to open Gentile eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. Can you see the parallelism there? So that they may turn from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to the power of God. The kingdom of darkness is a kingdom where Satan rules. So darkness is connected with a whole kingdom, and there are two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of darkness, there's the kingdom of light. Paul says that, uh, sorry, Peter, picking up this same uh, kingdom idea, this same domain idea, says that that's where we were. 1 Peter 2, verse 9. Uh, That you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvellous light. And this may be difficult to embrace, uh, but this is what the Bible uh, teaches us, that the present world is that kingdom of darkness. Paul says in Ephesians chapter 6, "'For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, "'but against the rulers, against the authorities, "'against the cosmic powers over this present darkness.'" Or again, in 1 John, uh, there are two things that are passing away. And I think that they're the same thing. In chapter 1, uh, it's the darkness that is passing away. And in chapter 2, it's the world that's passing away. But John does that. He brings darkness and the world together. So that the world is the kingdom of darkness. Just pause there, and think about that. If 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 we if we were to just mark off this little space here that we're in, and let's, let's suppose that this is the kingdom of light, all around you is the kingdom of darkness. Everywhere. It's ruled, uh, the power of Satan is the power at work. That's everybody. We are in an age, well, we're in the overlap of the ages, but the world is spoken of as this present darkness. That can be a sobering thought for mission. That can uh, help to help us to uh, clarify for any of us that are feeling this blurry line uh, between those who belong to Jesus and who don't belong to Jesus, where we have a kind of graded uh, approach, where we're kind of Jesus-y, or uh, we're kind of Christians, The Bible doesn't have that category, I don't think. It has kingdom of light and kingdom of darkness. Perhaps for those who, uh, perhaps that helps us in our thoughts about um, uh, the, the dangers of the kingdom of darkness, again, associated with that blurriness where we kind of all on this, on this graded scale of moving towards a little bit more good and a, or a little bit more towards bad. And there's plenty of food for thought about the world being this present darkness. The darkness is also associated with judgment. And so um, in Zephaniah we read that the great day of the Lord is a day of darkness. It says, the great day of the Lord is near and hastening. The sound of the day of the Lord is bitter. The mighty man cries aloud there. A day of wrath is that day, a day of distress and anguish, a day of ruin and devastation, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and thick Darkness. Uh, God's judgment will be a day of darkness for some. uh, Thick darkness and gloom. And so the final judgment will be a time uh, when the worthless servant, says Jesus will be cast into the outer darkness. Or as Jude says, they will be wandering... uh, The false teachers uh, are going to the same place. uh, They are wandering stars for whom the gloom of utter darkness has been reserved forever. Uh, Outer darkness, a gloom of utter darkness... Uh, where, as the Bible has f- loaded up those that word the darkness with with what does that mean it 's chaos, disorder, confusion, dissipation uh, it 's a groping at night like a blind person it 's fear uh, it 's oppression <clears throat> It's hopelessness. It's absolutely awful. Darkness. And so the Bible speaks about the world and speaks about us in our unsaved state as being dark people in a kingdom of darkness doing dark deeds surrounded by dark people drowsily stumbling around in chaos, disorder, hopelessness, fear and ignorance wandering from God and heading towards an eternal state of unbearable blackness That's what the Bible says about darkness. And then we read John chapter 1. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness. the true light that gives light to everyone or that gives light to all kinds of people was coming into the world. And in that, against that backdrop of darkness, don't you just feel a little bit more excited about light coming on the scene? When we can embrace... Or believe, trust God's assessment of the world and ourselves apart from Christ as that du- as that darkness, light becomes more like what light ought to be. <coughs> Relief, hope. Phew. Safety, clarity, joy. Meaning, order, sobriety, purpose. <clears throat> so Jesus is that light and he comes to us as that light. So we're just going to have a, a think now about uh, some of the ways. No, not that way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right Um, we're going to think we're going to think about Jesus now as the light uh, as the antithesis to that darkness that we've just looked at and that is hopefully uh, a way to help us to see Jesus shine so one of the the things that darkness was associated with was our state of being, that we were dark people. But so Jesus comes as light uh, to make us people of light. And so through being born again, uh, through his death and his resurrection, we die to darkness and are born to new life and born to be people of light people who belong to Jesus, who are characterised by him now. So that Paul can say, um, as, as I just read before in Ephesians, you, you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. So Jesus makes us brand new people, not dark people, light people. Uh, And in doing so, through his death, as we die to the dark world and to the power of Satan and rise again to uh, new life in the kingdom of God, we leave the kingdom of darkness and the power of the devil and rise into the kingdom of light, where the ruler is Jesus, where we are under his power and his sway and his influence, It's a kingdom that we've been transferred into. This is Colossians 1.13. Be, thanks be to God the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light, uh, who has transferred you out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his beloved Son. And in that kingdom of the beloved Son, as people of light, uh, we are uh, uh, living new lives of light. Our our deeds have been changed. We are not dark people doing dark deeds, but light people of light, doing deeds of light. Uh, As Paul says in Romans, uh, the day is far gone. Uh, uh, Sorry, the night is far gone. The day is at hand. Let us cast off the works of darkness, and put on the armor of light. Or Paul says in 1 Thessalonians, as 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 we read, uh, that those who sleep sleep at night, and those who are drunk are drunk at night. uh, But you are not of the night you are of the day, therefore let us be sober-minded, alert, let us be awake, let us put on the deeds of light, uh, the deeds of moral goodness, the deeds of righteousness. Uh, Jesus comes to us as light and he delivers us he will, He's promised to deliver us from dark people. So we're in dark people in a dark world uh, surrounded by people doing dark deeds and that is a reality in the world. Uh, it, you, you can't read the New Testament without uh, being struck by uh, the number of times that Paul speaks about... Um, as Paul gives hope to the people of God by telling them that the oppression that they receive by people who are not believers will end that they will be delivered from people who are against the people of light we perhaps perhaps we, we, i don 't know how, how you feel that in your in your context here in England uh, certainly we know of uh, people in other countries for whom that uh, can feel a lot more pressing and perhaps those words will come to them uh, in a different way and historically, presumably, it's been the case that um, there have been, it's been more the case, I mean, I know we had the, you know, a long period where being a Christian was uh, not so hard in this country uh, but for a long time there would have been, uh, being a Christian was difficult and so, being delivered from dark people is a great promise of Jesus—that darkness will end. No longer will it be uh, uh, there. Will, will there be persecution or uh, opposition uh, for being a, a person who follows Jesus? It will only be joy. Walk outside. Isn't Jesus great? Everybody will say, "Amen." Nobody will say. Ooh, awkward. Let's avoid that person. You know, don't talk about Jesus at the party uh, because you'll spoil all the fun. Uh, Jesus is the fun. He promises to deliver us from dark people. Jesus comes to us as light and brings order and brings understanding. Uh, as we uh, grope around in lack of understanding apart from Christ uh, and the philosophers, you know, themselves, um, (laughs) as they are, you know, trying to search for light, digging, digging, digging and find they've dug themselves down. They've actually dug in the wrong direction and they're right down in the bottom of a, 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 a burrow that they've dug. Uh, with like a rabbit warren, uh, with, with uh, tracks heading everywhere and thinking, surely there's some light down here. <laughs> Jesus comes into that and says, actually, uh, I'm the light of the world. I'm the key to understanding in the universe. The thing that you've been looking for is me. I am that thing that unlocks uh, understanding for the world around you, for your experience, uh, for the, uh, the pursuit of what is true, what is right, how to live. Jesus is that light. He brings purpose. He brings meaning. He brings clarity. As Paul says in 2 Corinthians 4, 6, um, God, who said that light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. He gives us the knowledge of God. He gives us that true knowledge of God. He brings order and he brings hope. Where darkness was despair, where darkness was hopelessness, uh, Jesus comes uh, and brings hope because he says, I'm making all things new. I will uh, raise the dead. All who trust in me will hear my voice and they will come out of the tombs. Uh, As we were wandering away from God in our darkness, uh, Jesus reconciles us to God. He becomes darkness so that we can become light and be reconciled to God. Where we were wandering away from God, uh, Jesus brings us back to God. and where we were destined to uh, an eternal uh, existence away from him in outer darkness, Jesus is the beginning of a new creation of the kingdom of God, uh, of heaven, where we will be uh, glorified in his presence and shine like the sun in the kingdom of his Father. And we will be so light, presumably, and God will be so light that there will be no sun needed there forever. And forever and ever and ever We will shine in God's eternal kingdom full of joy, full of righteousness, full of peace, full of hope, full of love, full of all that the light contains, ruled by a good God who himself is full of light and in whom is no darkness, forever and ever and ever, as people who are so light, as I've said, we shine like the sun, and in a kingdom that is so light, because God is so light, that there won't be need of the sun. Extraordinary turnaround when we get to this point. So pause and think about that for a second. Everything that the darkness is and was, Jesus is and brings the complete antithesis. Jesus is the true light. He makes us light and brings us into his kingdom of light. And so as we celebrate uh, Christmas, uh, as the dawning of the sun rises on the horizon, uh, this is partly why our hearts are filled with hope and joy, uh, because the sun has broken into the darkness and the darkness is fading away. The light is shining and one day it will be full noon. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for teaching us about the darkness in order that we can understand the light. Please help us to embrace your word concerning that darkness so that we would believe in and embrace your Son, the light, whom we need. Uh, Jesus, as we see you as light, uh, we praise you for all of your perfections. And we thank you that uh, on the cross, you sat in darkness for three hours, bearing the weight of sin, becoming sin, becoming darkness for us. <laughs> incredible gift of your life, we praise you and we rejoice that you rose three days later and the sun came up. We pray that you'd help us to fix our eyes on you in this season. We pray that you'd continue to shine in our hearts and in our lives and shine the light of the knowledge of you for us more and more. We praise you that you have embraced us and transferred us into your kingdom. That we are under your power now and you've delivered us from the power of the devil and the power of sin. Thank you for today. Thank you for our time together. And we pray that you'd bless the rest of our day. Bless our conversation. In your great name, Jesus. Amen.